there, welcome to Area Expertise. I'm your host, Matilde Hunt, and today I'm going to be talking to Alina Liu about photography. Hi Alina, would you like to introduce yourself? Okay. Hi guys, and my name is Alina, and so I am an upcoming student at Lambda for MFA Professional Acting. And so, hey guys! <laughs> Let's get straight into it. So, how did you get into photography? So, this story has to come back to when I was in my sophomore year in university. Um, I was in a gathering situation and from my movie society and then I just met this guy sat like next to me and and I just you know it was love at first sight he was actually a year younger than me but I was just I was so into him that I decided I'm gonna join photography club because he was the vice president at the time so I'm just gonna chase for love and that's all the reason why I joined photography club in the first place and then I just you know I fell in love with photography ever since and how did it go with him? Um, it didn't end up well at all. I failed, but but that was the reason when I realised that I'm not going to waste my time in photography club where I can't take photos at all. And that's why I um, decided to get two of my dad's um, film cameras get fixed because they were from the 1970s. And then I started to take pictures. At first it was rubbish, but then, you know, as you go on, you improve. So is your preferred medium film rather than digital? Yes, definitely. Um, I love films much, much more than digital ones, um, mainly because I think it's much, much easier to use for me personally. And also, I just like its colour. Like, obviously, you can say nowadays, obviously, with the technology and stuff like that, you can edit all the digital photos into very film-like. But then why do that if you can just, you know, take photos and then just look exactly like that? Fair enough. Um, what's your favourite subject to photograph? So, um, I'm really, really bad at landscape-ish thing. I really, really like to take photos with human beings, basically. And so, I, yeah, I take photos with people who I find extremely beautiful. You know, sometimes I found them on the street, sometimes I found them on Facebook or just a friend or something like that. And yeah, I like to take my subject out to Appen Forest, in, in, in the case it's in London or somewhere more like nature-ish. Do you try and connect the human subject you're photographing to the nature around them or is it much more of a kind of background thing? Okay, so um, it depends. For example, um, before I applied to drama schools and I already got a bachelor's, bachelor's degree back in Taiwan. Um, I study in English language and literature. So at first, most of my series are based on some literary work. So, um, for example, I had a series that was based on the first American Gothic novel called Wieland. And in that situation, I had to connect with a lot of um, different like temples I can find at the scene, or like fountains that just, you know, use my imagination and working with what's in the landscape or in the nature, some like branches and stuff like that. But if it's in terms of just like improvisation, whatever like that, then I don't usually care that much. Just, you know, um, and also I use quite um, large focus, like 1.4. So usually it's quite blurry in the background anyways. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Um, I've never really heard of Wieland. Can you tell me a bit more about it? Kind of plot or... Okay, so basically it talks about this very strange and mysterious places all over the place and stuff like that. And so I think the main point is, or when I read these novels, I honestly, I didn't 
understand very much of it but then these bits that because this like weird voice that was created the atmosphere was very gothic-y that just inspire me so it's not like I really love this novel it's just that at the time I wanted to create some photography work but I want to have a little background that I can expand on mm -hmm. kind of like that so I just I was reading this and then I feel some kind of you know here and there and I just yeah Right, yeah. Um, do you have some techniques that you tend to go back to when shooting or do you very much improvise the shots when you're there? So I don't really think um, I really use any techniques to take pictures because it just, you know, it, it's, a, it's a very simple device. Just a camera and you just adjust the focus and that's the only mm. two things I ever do. And then, you know, of course, like shot the, what's it called? click the shutter button. Yes, yeah. exactly. So that's the only two things I do. And yes, I don't know if there's much techniques to it. Just, um, I guess I would say one thing that improves through experiences in my own case is just the frame. You know, you know how to frame it, you know when to put in there. You are, you can, you become more and more precise what you want to put in there. And your imagination or vision becomes more and more like what's actually coming out. I guess that mm -hmm. just improves the time. But Honestly, there isn't much technique for me in terms of like um, film cameras, photography. Yeah, uh, quite a lot of your work is in black and white. Do you think about that when you're shooting it, or is it something that you change later? Okay, so um, I'm not very good at color photos, and mo mostly because, like I said before, I don't really do much, much editing and like Photoshop. I, I can't really do Photoshop, and um, so. Many photographers that I know, they will have a very specific tone. If you you know they're famous for their um, color photos, they will have a very specific tone that is unique to them. So they'll um, add their photos to the you know tone of their things. But that's not one thing that I'm really good at. So if I shoot in black and white photos, then I can do much more expansion or can add it in more later and it wouldn't be such a disaster you know because black and white in a sense is, is already not in reality anymore because you know we, we don't see things in black and white so you wouldn't expect things to look as real as it is so in that sense I got much more freedom in editing and then secondly I just really like how black and white photos especially shooting a human being is kind of just eliminate all the things, all the distractions, you know, mm. all the colours and stuff, suddenly you just see this person, it's like, it's kind of cliche, but you can just see through this person's soul in a way, and I just, those things just brightens up and really fascinating, that's why I like to shoot things in black and white. Are there any photographers that have made a particular influence on you and your work? So, there are a few that I really like, um, Francesca Woodman, Herbert List and Ralph Gibson. And those people are mainly specialised in black and white photos that I really like. There's a very like dark and very sort of the composition of it. And also some of them, for example, Herbert List is very, very, very good at and male body forms, male nudity body forms. It has a like a Greek statue, well you know this much better than I do, like Greek statue tone to it. Yeah. yeah, in place. But yeah, and like kind of I would say Kind of melancholy in the photo sense it's not very happy photos and i just like yeah the composition that i mean if you look at those um photographers photos and you look at mine you see quite a lot of influence from them so yeah so do they all tend to photograph many people as well yes yeah, so they photo photograph many many people and oh, oh um francesca woodman especially and she she's 
um, had more portrait, uh, sorry, self-portrait than anything. You know, she right. she um, committed suicide when she was 22. So she's like a self-taught, a very creative sort of photographer. So she took a lot of photos of herself. And so I got a lot of portrait influence from her, that kind of tone. So, mm-hmm. so when you're photographing people, do you tend to focus on more their body and the kind of uh, dynamism of their shape? Or do you focus more on the kind of facial features and the emotional side of their... Um, the way they hold themselves, I suppose. Um, I think it comes in both, and then it also depends depends on whether the model is very comfortable in his or her own skin. Because sometimes it's not the case, you know. Um, a lot of times I photograph people who told me multiple times that they are not very confident. They don't think they're good. They they don't think they're photogenic, basically. And mm. it was sort of like my mission or whatever to make them feel very beautiful and stuff like that. And in those sort of cases, it would be more I focus on their body shape and lines and I will instruct them to do because I like to be very specific and take as much control as I can without making my models feel uncomfortable, basically. Mm. So usually in the beginning of a shooting day, if it's with someone I don't know that much, usually I'll go with a coffee chat basically. So during a chat, um, I'll obviously check about and um, chat about what he or she likes to do in the, the usual time. So then I can plan what I might ask them questions during the shooting to make them feel more easy. Um, and at the same time, I will observe their face mm-hmm. so I can find what um, exactly angle is the one that I like the most, that kind of thing, and how they hold their eyes and what kind of um, pattern kind of movement they tend to do that can showcase their body in a more what beautiful way and that kind of thing. And then during shooting, I also tend to play music. Um, I like to play opera by Mar- Maria Callas. I just love her voice. And then another one is called Jacqueline Dupont. You know, she's a celloist, celloist. So I just play those tunes I know about and sometimes Jonah Mitchell or Leonard Cohen, especially in the woods, is you know, um, to make myself feel more comfortable. And when I'm in the state, I feel it's more um, peaceful status. Yeah, I can be more focused. And when I'm focused, um, I discover my subject will be very calmed down as well if I am very focused and like very grounded. Um, and then yeah, and then I'll make them do some relaxation work that I learned from acting classes, that kind of thing. And then sometimes I will um, instruct them to think about a certain kind of memory or to be in a certain state or just, you know, that and think about something or just like that and relax and then, you know, have some interaction with the woods and stuff like that. So it really depends on the experiences because, you know, when I'm working with a dancer, it's just it just very comes very very naturally. They just exactly know what they should do or what they're doing. But if it is a is someone who's not you know very it's not very active in dancing or movement like me, then it actually will be fun because they don't tend to do the thing that people who do movement usually do. If that makes any sense, that they will be they, they will be very like don't know what to do. But at the same time, it's good because you can tell them exactly what to do and. Mm-hmm. It can be very unique, like you know, like you, yeah, like you first learn something. You don't know much about all, all the rules and stuff. You do things that is not yeah, from your expectation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. dancers are kind of already taught how to bear themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I got surprises in that. It's mm. wonderful. Do you find having a personal connection with your subjects 
how does that affect your work and the shoot? Okay, so um, I've done some nudity shooting before um, with some men uh, that I met mostly from Tinder, and I discovered, you know, if sometimes we'll have, you know, naturally sexual relationship afterwards, and then it just become more natural because we know each other's body much more, mm-hmm. and then when I'm doing the shooting or when I'm playing specific music and stuff, they will be extremely relaxed and just let themselves go. It's, it's like it, it's like Adam and Eve, you know, rather than mm. Eden, you, you know, it, it just, it's just coming so naturally and just, it becomes more fun, I, I would say, you know, mm. if you have a more closer personal relationship with some person, some people, <clears throat> the shooting become much smoother but at the same time you know if i usually when i go out with someone i didn't know at first and then we do the shooting afterwards we usually become good friends because during the shooting there will be moments when they will have like accident happens and that can connect two people's like so what's your favorite part of photography in general so my favorite part of photography generally is when i see through the lens lenses lenses thank you see through the lenses and see my subject like that moment when i get a focus you know because it's a manual focus when i see them and in that wood in that atmosphere and all the it's like the whole world is quiet down and they look straight at me and just look extraordinarily beautiful and i just click that was absolutely the most beautiful moment like it at the moment it doesn't really matter like if my photo is creative or is like you know extraordinary it, it doesn't really matter it just th- that moment when i click it and then there's this connection between, between us both and just the moment is beautiful and, and that's it you know so would you say you're trying to communicate what the model shows you rather than trying to kind of use the model as a vessel for your own ideas i would say the latter is still more um, mostly because, like I said before, I'm very specific and I take a lot of control in my own photograph. So, you know, I instruct them all the movements, like probably 99% you see in my photos, I ask them to do this very specific m- movements. But then, you know, um, even though I have my vision, they are, they are, they are you know, individual human beings, you know, they, they bring out different stuff of their own into my picture. So it's, you know, even if like different people doing the same gesture, it's going to be different. So when you photograph people, you say, you know, you look through the lens and they're beautiful. Do you think it's the context of immortalising them in that moment that makes them beautiful? Or do you think they're the ones giving beauty to what you're taking? I would say sometimes I think I take too much control in the photos, but that, that's just, you know, that's my style. That's how I like to do it. So in a way, I would say I, I am not, I'm not actually trying to let my subject look like themselves. I try to let them look like what I think they are beautiful at. So, like, you know, some gestures they will never ever do in their entire life, or clothes that they'll never wear because I I, I brought my own clothes sometimes. So mm. it's more like, I I guess it's a kind of insecurity when I take in pictures because you know even though I said it's you know um but it, it's for for example I think. For me, I can never be like a painter. You know, a painter just paint out of a blank canvas. I can never do that. I take from what's already there. And that's something I think feel very insecure because I feel like I'm not creative enough. So I think that's kind of one of the drive that makes me want to take as much control in my model as I can. So in that case, that made the person doesn't look like a person anymore because that's what I want them to be, basically. I try to take control and make it as mine, you know? Yeah. Um, is there any advice you'd give to young photographers who are kind of just starting out? 
I'm a young photographer and I'm just starting out. Um, but, um, but I would just say, you know, just don't, because there are just so many things on Instagram or all kinds of like um, platform that will tell you what specifically look or what kind of style is beautiful, is niche or is whatever like that. And I think um, like if, if you find rubbish are beautiful, just take rubbishes, you know, that's a very special angle. And there, there are a, a whole school of photographers that's dedicated to, you know, to street rubbish or street, you know, corners and stuff like that. That can be really unique style as well. So I would say, you know, just it's really cliche, but just follow your fucking heart. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's um, quite challenging in a way today because there's so much outward influence, especially in the arts through Instagram and stuff. And there's all these kind of trends that look good and you tend to want to copy so it's quite difficult to find ones I know it's very difficult so um what I would suggest is you know because I'm a very forgetful person so -hmm. there will be one time when I don't even have internet connection for a whole month because I lost my bloody phone you know Mm -hmm. so just do that actually you know just or just um don't use Instagram or whatever platform that you feel like has already influenced your life a bit too much you know stop it like from two days a week and then from a week and then see how you go and just go out you know don't try to, you know, um, before you go out, don't try to, like, um, how to say, see other folk, others people's work, whatever. just, you know, just try to go out on the street or go out on somewhere that you like or familiar with. For example, your hometown. There's, I have a friend who went to his hometown. It's, when you see it, you'd be like, oh, it's, it's very trashy, you know, it's a, a lot of, like, um, iron roof everywhere, you know, mm. it, it just, it doesn't look nice-ish, but then it's his hometown and he had known the place for like, you know, decades. And when he takes photos, it just looks so unique and so like his own, you know? So just go to somewhere you're familiar with or you're connected with and just bring out photos. D- don't think about too much before you take the photo. Don't think, this is this might not be thought as beautiful. You just take a picture and then afterwards, you know, you're using your phone, so it doesn't really matter how many photos you take mm. and then just review them and see how it goes. All right, well, um, that's it from me. I haven't got any more questions. Is there anything you'd like to add? Oh, no, that would be right. Have you got any social media platforms you'd like to advertise? Oh, yes. Um, so it is called Take This Waltz, W-A-L-T-Z, 314. Um, it's on Instagram. All right. <laughs> yeah, that will also be linked in the Instagram post on Area of Expertise. Thank you for listening. This has been Mathilde Hunt, your host with Alina Liu, speaking about photography. Have a nice day and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.